What's good, world? Coming to you live and direct and hitting the chest like a shot of straight jack. This is No Chase with Peter Mac. Let's get it. What's good, everybody? This is your country cousin, Pete McCarver, a.k.a. Pete and Mac. What's cracking with y'all, man? Um, I don't have any intro or any new sports like that. I'm just going to jump right into the topics that I got. I got two topics that I want to discuss on this episode. Uh, the first topic um, I wanted to talk about, it was going around, you know, as it as it as you know, uh, the great Kobe Bryant was laid to rest like week before last on Monday, February 24th. And uh, a lot of people talked at his funeral. Like I said in one episode, Jimmy Kimmel officiated it. Uh, the eulogy that Vanessa Bryant gave about him and about Gigi, that was touching as well as kind of heartbreaking. Um, a lot of celebrities, both from the entertainment and the athletic field, either performed or got up and said some words about Kobe Bryant. But it raised some... Some, it raised some questions and almost created controversy from a couple people because Kobe Bryant's parents or any of his family members were not allotted the opportunity to speak at his memorial service at the Staples Center. Now, a couple of people were saying that it was wrong of them for not to include Kobe Bryant uh, parents and uh, sisters in in the memorial service, and other people saying well, you got to understand where they coming from. This that third. I, honest to God, am going to say I see both sides of that uh, coin, but I'm going to have to side on side with uh, them not leaving, them not letting um, his parents perform. I mean, not perform. Excuse me, not letting his parents and their family members speak. For those y'all don't know why. They were not allotted time to speak or even um, afforded the opportunity to speak at his wedding because Kobe Bryant and his parents had a falling out in regards to him marrying Vanessa. I, I don't think his mother in particular didn't want him really getting married. She felt he was too young. And then on top of that, Vanessa Bryant's ethnicity, she wasn't too keen on that. So that caused a rift between them and they weren't on good terms at the time of his death. And a lot of people are saying, well, that's Kobe parents. And, you know, he should have buried the hatchet. You know, you only get one mother, one father. You know, that's your parents. And I, and I want to tell people this. To me, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Yes, granted, you do respect your parents. You do. Because they brought you in this world. They raised and they raised you to be a productive member of society. And his parents damn sure raised him to be a hell of a productive member of society. That man changed the world, literally. But on that, what you guys got to understand, at some point you become an adult. And you just can't let your parents just disrespect you like that anymore. You just can't let them disrespect. You just can't let them roll over, just say whatever they want to say. And there'll be no consequences. You, I, I, I don't. I, so I'm not mad at them for that. And people are like, well, and then like I said earlier, 
you only get one mother, you only get one father. They only get one of you. So just because they your mother or they your father, you got to sit up and take that blatant disrespect because, well, this is my mother. No. Talk about when you get one father. Yeah, so did the, so the damn kids who got molested and beat on. They got one mother and father that molested and beat on them and neglect them. So are those kids supposed to sit there? Well, this is my mother. I'm just supposed to take it. No, fuck out of here. Don't, you don't have to sit there and take people's abuse like that just because they brought you in this world. They didn't want to talk to him while he was living. They didn't want to bury the hatchet now. Why? 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 Oh, because he dead now. Oh, now they need to let. No, they don't have to let him talk. She didn't have to let him talk. Y'all didn't. They didn't want to be bothered with her while she was alive, while he was alive. So now you want to, oh, this is our son. And I'm, I'm, nothing against them, but sometimes people will sit back and do that because they want to, two, it want to look like, oh, I really cared to other people. And two, they want to lie to themselves and act like they was that caring. And they, you know, that, you know, they raise a lot of emotion. When that nine times out of 10, that's full of shit. I got a bunch, of, I got a couple of family members like that. You know, a couple of family members of mine, Real nasty ass attitudes. Don't got nothing nice to say about nobody. Ain't really done shit in their life or shitting on anybody that's trying to move forward. Making them feel bad. Something happened, tragedy, something happened to them. Now all of a sudden, oh, I'm just so happy. Like they see, oh, how you doing? Oh, it's so good to see you. Oh, my goodness. Glad to be here one more time. Uh huh. Not, not, not. Oh, now you're sweet. Now you want to be a nice fucking person. Now you want, you know why they doing it? Cause in their mind, if I they be sweet to you now, they trying to bribe their way into heaven. That ain't that ain't how you that ain't how salvation work. Okay, that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people do that because they think, well, if I do this and and try to be caring and remorseful, that's gonna get me in the head. No, you you can't you can't that that ain't that ain't that ain't how that ain't how your salvation to go to heaven is gonna work. You don't sit there and try to live a life. Of, of, of bullshit and being a nasty person then when something happened to you and you realize oh this thing called life ain't that long I gotta ooh, let me just try to bury the hatch with everybody not know cause you're not doing it from no genuine place you're doing it from a place of fear and regret you're not doing it from sincerity so that that, that, that's why I have time some of my family members that do what they do and try to be nice and I'm like man I I, I, I listen to it and I sit back in my mind I'm like you so full of shit you so full of shit you 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 trying to you trying to get your way in the head you trying to uh trying to like Eddie Haskell your way in the head for those y'all who know who Eddie Haskell is there was a show that used to come on in the 1950s called Leave the Beaver uh, it, it 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 tells us it follows Theodore, to, it follows the character Theodore Cleaver, who was nicknamed Beaver, and his mishaps and no, excuse me, I had a pork pig moment, y'all sorry. Beaver had an older brother named Wally. Wally had a best friend named Eddie Haskell. Eddie was sneaky, conniving, just obnoxious, but when he got around adults. He would turn on the charm like, hi, Mr. Mr. Cleaver. Boy, that's a nice suit you got on. Hi, Mrs. Cleaver. Your hat looks wonderful today. And he would just like try to do that. He would try to do all that sucking up to make himself look like he was just the ideal 
ideal youngster, you know, ideal nice young man. When in reality, Eddie Haskell was a fucking backstabbing jerk. Now, granted, Mrs. Cleaver couldn't see through it, but Mr. Cleaver could. He just he he just played along with. He's like, man, I just say thank you, and I get this little bastard out of my face. Or I can. I give you a better example. I give some of my, my listeners a better example because I know y'all probably like, leave it to be with nigga. How old are you? Nickelodeon had a show called My Brother and Me. Good show. It, it was about uh, two African-American brothers named Alfred, Alfie, Parker, and... Was it? De- yeah, Derek, Dee Dee, Parker. Two young African-American brothers living in Charlotte, North Carolina... Uh, actually, it was a great show. I'm sad that uh, Nickelodeon canceled it after one season because that was a great depiction of African-American life, or African-American family life in the 90s that we needed to see because they weren't like sellouts, but they wouldn't ghetto. They was middle of the road, uh, middle of the road. They showed a lot of HBCU paraphernalia in there, and they... They was about they was with the culture, but I, I'm digressing. Alfie had a best on that show. Alfie had a best friend named Milton Berry, whose nickname was Goo. Y'all remember Goo? Y'all, I know y'all remember Goo Punch. Everybody, Goo Punch. You, you remember Goo Punch? Lord knows I really wanted some of that shit, but it wasn't real. Um, Goo used to do the same thing as Eddie Haskell. He used to try to do that with Mrs. Parker all the time. Now every other character. Saw through the bullshit And even Mr. Park He saw through it Cause he'll look at Goo Like man get the fuck Out of here with that man So That that is That is pretty much what, what a lot of people Are trying to do That's why I feel like His parents were trying to do They're trying to Eddie Haskell To make it seem like Oh now nah, we You should have told the man You loved him Cause the, I'm gonna be honest To not speak to your son Because Of He Of the of, of the person he married was of another race, and I understand them being, you know, worried about him because he young, because he was a young dude. He was living in Los Angeles, so they was worried about the, uh, the lady. Clearly trying to use for what he had, but for them to still harbor that after that woman gave him what, what was it, four or five children she gave him, and was still with him, never ran out on him, never depleted his bank account. And they still didn't want to talk to him. It took his death for them to sit there and come, you know, finally come con- make contact with that lady. That, 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 that's, like I said, that's that Ed Haskell shit, man. Like, now you want to seem like you a good person, but, but behind closed doors, you ain't worth a damn. So, I don't agree with anybody talking about he should have buried the hatchet with them first. He need to come to them first. No, they wrong. Just you don't like I said your parents some parents can be wrong. Yeah, a lot of parents are wrong a lot of times, and it's not that they just being nasty. They don't know no better half the time. That's how they were raised, so that's what they think is supposed to be. But still, on the same token, a lot of them know better. You know they're saying you know better, you do better. But a lot of them know better and don't want to fucking do better. Like I'm the parent, you the child. Okay, well. I'm not gonna disrespect you because you're the parent, but here's the thing. I won't I won't see your I won't see your ass. I just won't come around you. I won't I won't I won't talk to you. I won't call you. I won't visit. I won't have nothing to do with you. I break ties. Still got love for you. I break fucking ties with you. Because 
You're not going to sit up here and disrespect me as a grown person. And I'm just supposed to take that. Oh, you my, you my, you my father, you my mother. I'm just supposed to sit there and let you talk down a minute. No, I'm like, you know what? You got it. You have it. I'm gone. You take care. And don't say shit to them. And if they don't want to apologize, fuck it. They raise you, you self-sufficient now. You don't got to lean on them for nothing. You go on about your business. You still have love for them. You know, something happened. Go see about them. But just go do your own thing. If they want to talk to you, they'll come around. If they not, you still got to wake up every morning, got to go to work, pay your bills, and take care of your responsibility. You got kids, got to take care of them, make sure they good. You know, you got a wife, a, a husband, make sure y'all relationship straight. Keep on living life. You know what I'm saying? To quote Outkast, only so much time we got left in this crazy world. Some of y'all be crumbling the herb. I, crumbling the herb. I can't crumble herb because I'm in the Navy. So, I, woo. But it be sometimes it work. I be like, boy, a blunt would be clutch right now. But I'm, I'm, I'd say no to drugs. I say no to drugs. One, because that ain't my thing. And two, because... I want to keep my job. I want to keep my job. I like my benefits. I like my benefits. Now, we're talking about, you know, adults and the children. And I really want to say this. My next topic, I want to move into this. We as adults now have the game fucked up. We have this game fucked up. And the reason I say we had this game fucked up is because we adults seem like we want to get young people's approval and their acceptance on shit. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, y'all know like back like 90s, 80, 90s and, and back, adults groomed us to be what they what they are what, what at the stage in their life. They, they, had, they groomed us to be productive citizens, you know, go to work, have some integrity, you know, Give it, give, give it your best effort and stand on your own two feet. Now, it looks like, it seems like adults, we want to fit in with the kids. We want to see, oh, this is what the kids doing. This is what all they doing. And this is, uh, you know, they we want to fit in with people who are younger than us. I saw examples of this. I saw numerous examples of this. When I was stationed in San Diego, you'll see people that's like in their 40s and 50s out there trying to get approval of people in their 20s and early 30s and shit like that. I'm like, you know, it was nothing to see a woman going to the bar with her her children. They hanging out like they friends. They she trying to get their approval. I want them to like me. That, that, that no, that ain't you ain't trying to get them to like you. They ain't your damn friends. Them your children. You here to raise them up to take care of themselves and get out your damn house. You know, one of my friends actually told me he used to have to drive his mama to the bar and go pick her up later. I'm like, what the fuck is that? When I was growing up, that's a rever- that was a reversal. It's like, mama drive you to the movie. What time the movie going to end? By 9.30. All right, it better end at 9.30. If it's not, your ass going to get another ride home because I ain't going to stay out here all night. You know, and I and I I saw a prime example of this, of how oh, a lot a lot of us as adults want to get the approval 
of young of, of the younger generation. Um, I was in San Diego. I was dating this woman who was like 42 years old. I was 27. I met her um, at a show I did downtown at this spot called AD. I actually was open for Case, the R&B singer Case. You know, touch me, tease me, half level after I'm missing you. I was opening for him. Thought it was going to be good for my um, career. Thought my career was going to move up. What number? Like five people in there because one thing about San Diego, they don't really advertise a lot of things, especially stuff for black folk. They don't really advertise that on the radio, but then again, they ain't got no black radio station out there. So, so you know, A and B equals C, you know, which I don't know if that's a real mathematical equation. I don't know. I wasn't no mathematician. Hell, I, I, I barely passed the math. But anyway, um, so I met her there. A couple months later, she, she followed me on Instagram. A couple months later, she finally shot a shot in my DM, um, which was kind of, I should have known then because she was kind of childish when she shot it because she was like, I thought you were real cute when I met you. I thought you were very cute. I said, well, thank you very much. She said, but you're not my type. She said, I don't usually like short, skinny guys, short, skinny, light-skinned guys, you know. And I said, oh, I just said, I'm sorry to hear that. She said, no, you fine. You have to wear I told her, I said, no, I'm sorry to hear that because you act like you was my fucking type in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Bird She replied back with, whatever, boy, you know you like me. Whatever, you know you like me. Girl, what are we, what are we, what are we, 13? Do like 42? Would we 13? So we ended up talking a little bit. We hooked up. We uh, kind of dated for a little while. It was kind of rocky because she was 42, but wanted to act a reversal of that. She wanted to act like she was 24, run the streets with her girls. I make plans with her. She'd rather be out there running with her girls. Like one night, we made some plans to just go have some drink because she said she had to go to work. So I said, uh, she said, I said, hey, let's have some drinks, get to know each other. We ain't got to make no dinner. She's like, okay, hits me up. That night was, oh, I, um, I, I'm not going to be able to go out because I got work real early in the morning. I was like, okay, well, you know, get some rest and have a good one. Call me when you get off tomorrow. So I had a show that night. So later on like it was right before my show was about to start she hey said hey what you up to? i said hey, i'm about to perform she said oh okay i said well how you enjoying your night out oh i decided to go downtown with my girl to go to tgi fridays i'm like and i and i let her have it you know i was like what the fuck you mean you decided to go downtown with your girl to tgi friday where well, she invited me i said i thought your ass was too tired to kick it i thought you was going to stay home where well, she if i was like all right man what a man i let man when i tell you The things I said to that woman, I ain't call out a name, but the, the the language I used, it was like watching Scarface, Goodfellas, and The Departed rolled into one movie. I let them words fly. And she was like, damn. But she ended up bringing her ass up there to that damn show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't play, I don't play no game. I don't play. I put the PlayStation up back in 2009. I don't play. I don't play no fucking games. So that wasn't the, that wasn't the, the, the tip of the sword. I mean, that wasn't the icing on the cake. Here's where the icing on the cake came, y'all. The icing on the cake came 
when I'm getting off of work one day, I, I was out there, I got off a ship, and I'm walking to my car, and I sit in my car, and I get a text, and it was her, she just said, raindrop, and I was like, I texted back, what? She said, you supposed to text back, drop top. I said, what are you talking about? She's like, you ain't heard bad and bougie by the Migos? Keep in mind, this is a 42-year-old woman, y'all. I said, girl, don't you never text me no bullshit like that ever again. She's like, what you mean? I said, don't text me no shit like that ever again. I said, ain't you 42? I said, I'm fucking with you because you 42. Send me something with some Keith Sweat. Send me some Keith Sweat. Uh, you know you are Miami, baby. Send me some crying Keith Sweat lyrics. And his ass tripped me out. He was crying all, all, all them years. Now he got the sweat hotel. Now he, hey baby, now, now, now you, now you, now you, cool daddy, Doctor Love, quiet storm, deep baritone. But boy, you don't get up out of here, key sweat. So that was the ice on cake. And later after that, it ended up fizzling out. But like, like I said, but, but yeah, a lot of us as adults, we want the approval of. These kids, or we just trying to fit in with them. We're not trying to bring them up to their level. We want to go down to their level because I guess because we live in we live in a very narcissistic society. We don't care about like doing the right thing anymore. It's just me, 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 me. And a lot of people, we want you know that's why they have midlife crisis and people buy all these stuff and date like men buy. You know, these flashy cars and men and women both date somebody that's younger than them that they really ain't got no damn business dating because they trying to hold on to what little youth they got. And I really believe that's why we have all these damn teachers out here sleeping with these young male students. Which is, I don't care how you slice. Some people be like, what the hell? Why these boys keep telling? Why these boys keep telling? I had to finally tell one of my friends, said, nigga, that's... Child molestation. And this is what I want to know. I'm finna just say this. What the hell is the dating pool like where most of these teachers are living? How are you 25, 27, and a 15, 16 year old is considered an eligible mate for you? What the hell is going on right there? Because when I was growing up, you didn't see that like that. You didn't see teachers doing it like that. Now we had rumors growing up. That you know you had one little young freaky teacher who was doing that. But it, it was it was said that, but you know nobody wanted to confirm it because you know little boys, we nasty. You know. But it wasn't like the teachers out there just screwing everybody. She was messing with the boys on the football team, you know. They they damn near grown men anyway. Well, half of them are grown, because some of them been held back two, three fucking years. Um But the only time we really heard about a teacher was Mary Kay Letourneau. That's the only time growing up I ever heard about that. Not I'm adult. You go on Facebook, you go on Google, you go on CNN. Every other damn week, one of these damn teachers is screwing one of these little boys. And then they really don't look, and they really don't understand what they did wrong. Like it was, I remember watching Dr. Phil like a year or so ago. And they had, it was, it was, it was a teacher in Texas who was screwing uh, she was screwing a 17-year-old um, a student. They showed all the text messages they were sending. I'm looking at her text messages like, why are you? And it, it, it really looked like, she really looked like 
And the text sounded like a damn teenager. Then when he got on there, her mannerism, she was acting like a teenager when the boy was going into detail about going to a house and going to a house and going up. She acted like an embarrassed teenager. She actually was embarrassed, but she was flattered by it too. I'm like, this bitch ain't this bitch ain't got no marbles in her head. She is all the way bananas. You don't realize that you were sitting there doing something completely inappropriate with a minor and don't see the severity in that. And then was talking about, and, and then she was like, well, and then she, this I knew how dumb my ass was because she because she was like, well, come to find out that there was a video going around. I never end up seeing him pick up the camera and re- pick up his phone and recording us. But obviously I saw that there was a video going around, which means she didn't go into detail. But what I got was that boy was hitting the doggy style and he was, he was video recording them back shots. Yeah, that's what was happening. This is no chaser. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you raw. That's what was happening. And I knew that what he was doing because I saw this. And I feel bad because when I was watching it and she said that Buddy started smiling. I started smiling back at the screen. I kind of like low key was like smiling back as if I was like looking at saying, Nick, my nigga, you know, which I shouldn't applaud it. But it was like, I mean. You know, that's every 17-year-old boy's dream is to screw his hot teacher. That If he have a hot teacher, I ain't, I ain't had no hot teachers when I was growing up. You know, I had them, them old, them old biddies, you know, them old, them old decrepit women, you know, look like Morticia Adams without her makeup on. Angelica Houston, y'all ever seen Angelica Houston without her makeup on? Oh, that motherfucker, she, that motherfucker like a rich, that motherfucker like a witch for real. Oh, shit. Ooh, that motherfucker look. Ooh, that's old motherfucker now. Ooh. But anyway, I just really feel like we need to start holding these children to high standards instead of trying to come down there. And maybe, I don't I think maybe some of us are doing it because it's a new generation of children coming up because they totally different than how we were and probably how our parents were. I mean, even though they are still quite the same because a lot of Old people killing me, talking about, I would never have done half the stuff I see y'all do. You did do half the shit. You probably did most shit. And the reason why you did most shit, because there was no smartphones. So y'all ain't had no evidence. Especially with growing up in the 70s. Like, man, the 70s, the music and all that seemed like all they did in the 70s was get high and get naked, which ain't a bad thing, because, you know, if I wouldn't, you know, if I, if I, was to indulge in, in, in drugs, but I don't. You know, getting high and getting naked, you know, that sounds like a fun life. I mean, we all want to get high and get naked if drugs weren't illegal. I know I would if drugs weren't legal. I get high and get naked. Of course, there's going to be a woman with me. I just, 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 just go be high on something and just run out of the street just butt naked. I mean, maybe I'd, I'd do it if, uh, you know, if Jennifer Lopez was, was with me, you know, her fine stuff, you know. And some like pink heels or some, you know what? I'm, I'm about to go on a tent. Let me go ahead and end this episode because I'm about to, it's about to go down a nasty rabbit hole that it don't need to go down. Um, you know, you want to get in contact with me, you know how to find me, you know. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is PDMAC10, P E T E Y M A C, number 10. Uh, my email is PDMAC10 at yahoo.com if there's something you'd like to hear. Uh, you want something you want to give me feedback on You're more than welcome to it You know, depends on what you say I might take a heat If not, I'll tell you um, I don't give a shit 
Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Pete McCarvey, or you can type in Pete and Mac. It's going to send you right to me. So, to end this like how I always end this, in the words of my man, Big Keith, a.k.a. Book, be cool, stay calm, and get paid. Now some food talk for y'all ass. Later.